in all of time, in all of history, man has never created one single living cell. Yet your body does that millions to billions of times a day. That's where I put my face. So I try to encourage people. I want them to know that, listen, that there's a doctor 24 seven on the clock making chemicals, making hormones, detoxing you. So yeah, compared to the smartest person you know or the greatest doctor you think, I'm just saying that level of intelligence is laughable compared to the wisdom that is in you right now, animating you so you can even hear me say this. If I can help you understand the magnificence of the body that God gave you, your fear of disease drops significantly. Your fear of a fever drops significantly because you realize that you're designed to heal. So I'm Dr. Ben Rawl. Welcome to Design to Heal. Well, welcome back to Design to Heal. My name is Jeff, your co-host here with Dr. Ben Rawl. And, but it's, first of all, it's been a while. You've been doing yeah, a bunch nice of shows about you. me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> do you remember me? I call you know? them the good old days, you know, yeah. <laughs> But here we are with a guest on the line, and this is an old friend of yours and colleague and everything. And so uh, wh who do we have today? Tell us about Kimberly. Yeah, well, Dr. Kimberly. So uh, we are honored. And it is a special it is a special day, a special show for me. Um, Dr. Kim, who you actually was a staff member at my office. Nice. And I'll, I'll tell the story. She gave me per permission to share this. But um, so Dr. Kim was going to nursing school. And she may tell, she may have a little different version of this story, but she, um, she, so I got asked to go speak at the college that she went to. And I think she was a third year nursing student. And I went there, I don't even know how I got asked to go to this class, but I went to, it, and it was the pharmacology class. And I spoke and it was, I mean, I <laughs> let it all hang out in. one time, never to return. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> but Kim was one of the people in there and she ended up coming to my office and she struggled with migraines. And we just went through the process that we go through. This is very early in my practice, and um, Kim had phenomenal results. And I mean, we didn't even have really a staff at that time. It was just me and my wife. And yeah. I had never done this before, but this is kind of a, it's kind of a, maybe strange for some people to hear this, but I was at church that day, and they have this little prayer request bucket, and I really needed a staff member. I need, We were growing, and I needed a good staff member. And so I, I actually wrote down, like I never in my life had done that, I never wrote a prayer request and like put it in the little box, right? Really? And so it was a Sunday and I, I did that. And then um, come to find out, Kim had been at, a, at her church that day. And I guess the way I remember the story, her parents said like, she looked at her parents and said, I'm supposed to work for Dr. Rawl. And uh, so one thing leads to another, she comes in, I think the next week and the one thing leads to another, she ends up dropping out of nursing school which her parents were thrilled about, right? Uh, three years at a private <laughs> school for a lot of money and worked for me for, I believe, a couple of years. We had some amazing uh, experiences at the office, uh, building that together. Yeah. And then um, she ended up being called to become a chiropractor herself. Yeah. And so she moved down to Atlanta, goes through school, and now she's you know a doctor and she's got beautiful family and multiple kiddos. And she does a lot. Her real niche or her real area of expertise is regarding toxicity or detox. Yeah. Uh, she really calls it you know like low tox living. Understanding yeah. we're never going to fully you know avoid toxins. And so it's really is an honor, probably a little bit like nostalgic for me to have on one of my old staff members and doctor. Uh, Kimberly Joy, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I get like, I always get a little emotional when I hear that story mm. because when people ask you, like, what's one really like defining thing that mm. happened in your life, right? And I think about, you know, where I was going when I went to nursing school, it wasn't like this thing of I'm super passionate about being a nurse or I feel called to be a nurse. It was more like, 
gosh, I'm not really sure what I want to do. I had a couple ideas and the response is usually, I don't know that you're going to be able to make a lot of money doing that. Or there's not a lot of job security in that. So it was more one of those things I just got pushed to out of like default sort of. And don't get me wrong. And I think I truly, I'm so grateful for nurses. I have several family members and friends that are nurses. I think they do an incredible job of what they do if they're passionate about serving in that way. I just wasn't. And I look back now and I'm so grateful that my path shifted, that God shifted that for me at the time. Um, but it's so funny because when I was sitting in church and I said to my dad, gosh, I think that I'm going to work for Dr. Raw. And I don't even, I don't know that we had talked about it. No, so, so. so just crazy that it happened at the same moment almost. Yeah. But um, I remember the first thing he said was, wow, that's a great way to get your foot in the medical door so to speak. And I don't think my dad dad. had been to your office. My dad, I don't think he had been to your office at the time. He could not have been more wrong in that, you know, in that sense. Um, But it was just, it was, and even I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. I was like, you know, that's fine. And so obviously, I mean, working in your office just completely changed the way that I view the body and the way that I understand, you know, the innate intelligence, how God created us, we're designed to heal and all those things. And so it really was like, a catalyst. I mean, it changed my whole life. So Kimberly, can I ask I you that, nostalgic too. that day in church? I mean, I, I have to, I have a hunch as to how this really went down. Was this one of those, like, you know, you know, God's calling you to one of those like really hard places, like, you know, Lord, all right, am I supposed to go to overseas to Africa or something like that? You know, like, are you really sure you want me to go to Dr. Ben's office? Like, how did that go? I mean, what was that like to surrender you know, that? Because that's, that had to have been hard. <laughs> You know, with that, it, it actually wasn't quite as hard because I didn't quit nursing school right away. Okay. So I asked him, I was like, hey, can I, so literally, I mean, this is, you're going to be surprised by this if you know Dr. Ben really that well, but I would like go to nursing school and I actually know one day I did like a flu shot clinic and then I came to work like 25 minutes later. Should have fired you. Should have fired you. <laughs> I'm surprised that you didn't. That's how I know it was meant to be. And you saw the potential in me. Um, Man. But there was just, it was like a whole year of this discord wow. in me of like, I'm learning this really incredible, you know, information, this whole way of life that everyone needs to know. But then I'm over here doing this. And I'm learning about like, I mean, pharmacology class, right? It's like all drug interactions and side effects and all these things. And I was like, it just, it wasn't meshing, right? Wow. Like you can only live in that sort of discard for so, discord for so long. And so it was after my junior year, which was like the big, like nursing, you know, I was in the hospital and I was, I was working during that year. And it was my senior year. I did the first two weeks and I said, I can't do it anymore. It's just too much. Wow. And so I quit. And I mean, yeah, it was not, when I look back now, I'm like, there were a lot of people who were like, what are you doing? Mm. You know? Um, but that was the moment where I was like, I just, I feel like I have to, even though people think it's crazy or, you know, what people are going to say or whatever, like, I just really felt like I had to do it. And I'm so glad now that I did, but that's where that real, like, Ooh, this is a hard thing, but I have to do it anyways, kind of came in. So Kim, you know, I think what's also interesting about your story is, you know, and I, I know you were talking about, you know, uh, you know, being in nursing and, but your family, and I want to give your, your mom and dad credit and really your mom and nothing against your dad, but I just, I know your mom better in this regard. Right. You know, you, you were raised in a fairly holistic way, um, like unvaccinated and things like that. Right. I mean, so this wasn't mm-hmm. foreign to you to kind of, I mean, you know, homeschooled and some different stuff. And I mean, even, even though I like, I know your brothers and some of your other family members that are in the medical field, like, but it wasn't, so it wasn't totally foreign. Do you have any, can you give us a little bit about like how you grew up and why, 
I mean, what was still different about you coming to the office? Because you guys had seen chiropractors, or your parents had and stuff, I think, if I remember right. Yep. So, well, first, and I don't know if my mom, I hope my mom will listen to this. I don't know if she will, but first I have to give my mom a shout out because yeah. my mom, I always joke that she was like the OG organic mama before mm. it was trendy. Like before there was Instagram, before anyone had cell phones, before you could just follow an influencer that would tell you how to take, you know, activated charcoal and all this stuff. It was like, she was like, at the meetings at offices, figuring out how to make healthy choices and why you shouldn't vaccinate. So she was, you know, literally like she was putting in the effort. She was going to get the books and she was watching the VHS tapes of <laughs> talks from these chiropractors that were at the time giving information that not a lot of people were giving. I mean, this was what, 35 years ago. Yeah. Um, she, I was vaccinated you know, the first time, two months, I had a couple, mm. I mean, they, they weren't giving nearly as many then as they are now. Um, but I had a couple of vaccines and she said her gut just told her this wasn't what I needed. Like the way I responded, she said, I was not myself. And I just cried for mm. hours and I was, you know, seemed sort of a distraught, obviously. Um, and she was like, I, it just felt wrong. And so she stopped and she just started doing some research and those were the only vaccines that I ever had. And I'm so grateful for that. Fast forward a couple years later. I mean, I was not a super healthy child. Mm. Um, she said, my eyes were really gray. Like she would ask that a lot when I was two, three years old, she'd say her eyes are so gray and I don't know why. And so instead of just saying, Oh, she's fine. You know, we'll give her mm. some, you know, drug, whatever. She really, even in the midst of having four other children and sports and busyness, you know, dug into how can I keep my kids healthy? And so she, I don't even remember this, but I guess I had really bad eczema. She went on a gluten-free diet when people didn't even know what gluten was. And she went on it with me. Um, and the rest of them would be eating McDonald's and she and I'd be eating this gluten-free bread. And, and, you know, and I just look back and it, it definitely makes me emotional thinking about how she fought for me and for us, you know, as a mom and how different my life would be if she hadn't done that. Yeah. Um, and anyways, it's years ago away, but it's what I'm talking about today when I'm here. It truly is like the role that we take on as a mom, nothing yeah. against dads, not that dads don't want their kids to be healthy, <laughs> but there's this thing about moms, right? I feel like that God put in us innately to protect our kids and to do the best for them in every aspect. And a big part of that is health. So, um, yeah. so yes, I had grown up in this natural, you know, way a little bit with my mom, but then you get into high school, right? And it's mm. not really cool. And you kind of go back into just, I want to be like everybody else, right? And I want to do the quote unquote normal things that everybody's doing. And so I had been exposed to it, but not to the degree, like the chiropractors I had seen growing up were not mm. teaching about innate intelligence the way that I heard it from you. It was like, next time you have a headache, come back and we'll do something we'll see in a couple months. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't like, let's get the body healing. Like let's make sure your nervous system is functioning at a hundred percent. Like let's talk about how incredible God made your systems to work together to be able to do this. Right. And so it was just this like shift of holy smokes. It's just a new way of living really. So Kim, when you, so a couple of things I want, I mean, number one, I think it's so important to give your, your, your mama credit. And, and I mean, I know her and took care of your family and know just that, everything you described. And I think it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be rare. Um, and I do think there, I, I not think, I know that there is a special, I think there is a very special thing between mamas and, and babies. However, and as a, as a kind of a comma, 
I am going to make a call to men on this. And I'm just going to tell you, mm -hmm. minimally, you need to support your wives as they're walking through this, okay? And I would mm -hmm. really encourage you to actually get in the game. Now, it might have been different, you know, maybe a couple of decades ago where the just the stakes weren't as high and there weren't as many yeah. things happening. But right now, this is a both issue. So yes, mama bears, but, but husbands and men that are listening to this, I'm telling you, there is a role for you as well. Okay. And so don't put this on your wife's shoulders completely. Don't ever say anything like, well, that's just what she does. And she kind of takes it. No, 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 no. They're your kid. And I mean, I mean, I don't mean that take it anything away from mamas, but we need papas as well. And so you're not off the hook. Yep. All right. And don't just, oh, well, that's her thing. Baloney. They're your kids. And so, um, but anyway, now, that being said, Kim, and it is fun just talking to you and, and uh, you know, uh, just as much as, um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm glad that I had, had a positive influence on your life. I'm sure I made many mistakes back then, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. Um, the, so, and but, I have other stories I could share on yeah, another podcast another if you show. want to do like a round yeah, two. Yeah, that's fine. We'll probably hold off on that. <laughs> um, but that being said, so, but you, I'll you, schedule it, Kimberly. I got you. you. We're you, good. That's perfect, Jeff. We'll do it. You really found a, a niche in, and I know you always love kids. And correct me if I'm wrong, Kim, I think when you decided to be a chiropractor, which again is, oh my gosh, I've just gone through this, all the schooling. Now I'm going to move my life and move down to Atlanta and I don't know anybody there and yeah. I'm going to start school and doctor school. Like this is crazy and a whole bunch of money and all that kind of stuff. But am I remembering this right? I mean, it was, you saw baby getting adjusted or is that part of the story? Am I remembering that right? Like it made you really want I mean, to decide. I've always, yeah, it was always the kids in our office. Like not, not that I don't care about adults, but there has always been this like just innate like mothering mm. Um, you know, just vibe in me, um, that I, my vision was always to do some sort of pediatric mm -hmm. chiropractic. Um, and that's why when I graduated, so I graduated in 2015 and yes, I moved down to Atlanta, I ended up meeting my husband, um, there and in 2015 graduated and he was opening his fitness studio. My plan was okay, you know, gonna open an office, right? Like that mm -hmm. was sort of the plan, open a pediatric office. And then I got pregnant with my oldest about three months after I graduated and everything, even then I was like, okay, you know, I'll have him and then we'll kind of get settled and then I'll either open or I'll associate or I'll do something. And then when he was born, it was just like, and I know Megan, your mm -hmm, wife, mm -hmm. Dr. Ben, like I know she kind of felt this too. It's why she stepped out of the office to be home yeah. full time with your kids. Right. It's like, as much as you love, you know, the profession you're going into. And I loved chiropractic and I, I love chiropractic still. I'm so passionate about it and the role it can have in, in families and health. I just was like, I need to be home with my babies. Right. And like I right now in this season of life, I just could not imagine leaving him to go, go associate or open a practice or anything. And so I was like, I'm going to stay home for a while. We're just going to see where God takes me. Right. Like that's what I've kind of tried to do through my life is I had this plan mm. of, you know, ABC, but God has this XYZ plan and I'm going to try to go with his trusting that it's going to get me where I, he wants me to be, you know, eventually. Right. And so, yeah, so I decided not to practice. So I am a chiropractor who has never practiced <laughs> chiropractic outside of school. I mean, obviously, you know, adjust my kids and, and my husband and everything. Um, and people, on top of the fact that, okay, I paid, you know, whatever, $50,000 to go to nursing school, quit without my degree, moved to pay, you know, whatever quarter million dollars to get a chiropractic degree that I then am not using. Mm. And there are people who are like, what, you know, are you sure you're not off your rocker here with these <laughs> decisions that you're making? 
Um, but fast forward and I mean, truly God has provided, and this is kind of a side note, but has provided everything that we have needed to be able to support our family and serve people. Even if the route wasn't what other people would expect or what we had planned from the beginning. Um, but my heart is still always to help people help moms and dads raise thriving kids. Right. That's been that from the beginning in different capacities. And so, you know, there was a while back where it was like, I'm home with my kids. That's my main mission field, but I also want to help other families. I want to serve other people. And so that's kind of where low tax educating on this huge piece of what I think is very, very prevalent in 2024 in the world we live in. That's kind of where it came in of this is a way that I can truly help people without, you know, having to leave my kids so I can do my work from home and my husband works from home too. And so it's just... I think it's probably the the most common question I get in my daily practice of just seeing humans is something related to toxicity. And it comes up in many forms, right? Mm -hmm. They might be asking me about jabs or they might be asking me about what I wash my clothes in, or they might be asking me what we clean our office with or, 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 you know, some, what kind of, what, whatever, what I'll be cleaner carpet or whatever it is. And so you're right, Kim. I think that Dr. Kim, I think that our, lifestyle has become, and, and, and there's toxins outside of just the chemicals from toxic thoughts to toxic TV to toxic social media, right? I mean, there's a lot of yep. toxic things out there. So you really have uh, dedicated uh, the last, you know, many, many, many years of becoming an expert in toxicity and, and what you, you know, what's kind of, you talk about low tox living. So I want you to kind of get on your soapbox because this is something that just really affects us every single day, right? The chemi- you know, the makeup you're wearing or not wearing, the, you know, the, how you clean your house. And, and I don't think people realize, Kim, Doc, how, how much that can affect them. They don't realize that their kid's asthma is because of the chemicals they're cleaning their house with, right? They don't realize 100%. that the reason or whatever it is. So I want you just to kind of like get on your soapbox or maybe your natural soapbox <laughs> or maybe not your, <laughs> not your, not your, uh, what zest is zest a soap? Am I remembering that right? Is it called zest? Zest fully clean? Is that right? Is that a soap? I don't it's even know. Dial. Okay. My yeah. dial, sure. dial. There you go. Okay. But people don't realize that that's toxic. They think that that's their favorite because right. it smells good. 100. Right. Yeah. So why don't you just start breaking it might, down for and us? And there, yeah. And there might even be a little, you know, a little word on the front of dial that even says like fragrance free. Mm. And then you think it's like really safe. <laughs> and it's got like I mean? a green leaf um, on it and it says like, you know, natural. Yeah. Oh, right. Here we go. One, Yeah. 100%. So, so here's the thing when it comes to low tax living and you already kind of made this point, but I think it's important to reiterate. I used to years ago refer to myself as a toxin free living educator. And then through my experiences and through my learning, I realized there is no such thing. That's just the reality. And even hundreds of thousands of years ago, there was no such thing as toxin-free living. Like toxins are a part of our everyday life. And like you were saying, obviously in 2024 though, we're in this place where we have, we're exposed to more toxins than we have ever been before. I mean, it's to my knowledge in the history of the world, right? Everything from the plastics that are just everywhere. I mean, toys, um, kitchenware, everything to pesticides and chemicals outside, to genetically modified foods, to additives in our, you know, boxed foods, to uh, shower curtains even. And I'm going to share something that's probably going to be completely Mm. shocking about your shower curtain, right? And it's like, they're just everywhere. So for me, it's about teaching people how to be like intentional. And like, that's a word in our family that we take very seriously. 
in every aspect of our lives is we want to be intentional with the choices that we make. It doesn't mean fearful. It doesn't mean stressed. It means intentional. We want to knowledge, empower ourselves with knowledge, and then we want to make intentional choices from the stores we choose to shop at that are supporting our values, to the shows that we let our kids watch, if we let them watch anything, to the way we parent, the way we speak, the way we eat. So it's not just, okay, we want to be intentional and get rid of all the toxins, but then just like you know, live haphazardly in the rest of our lives. Like we want to help teach teach people how to make intentional choices. Um, Kim, would you also say just before you go, just before you fully Mm -hmm. go to the other thing is, um, it's kind of like, I always, I always think about like some people like, Oh, you know, about whether it's exercise. And I know of course your husband and good friend and, and he's an expert in exercise physiologist and things like that. It's always to me, the, it's not about exercise. It's about what the exercise does or, or, or doesn't do. Right. So it's like with, with, with low tox living, it's not just so you can like, you know, talk about how low tox you are. Right. It's because these things are possibly messing up your life in now and or in the future in ways you never thought about. And if you don't know this, you might end up you know, who knows, you know, on drugs you didn't want to be on or with cancer or with some sort of, you know, side effect. And so when we're talking about this today, it's not like I don't want any and and you have a, you're going to provide great resources and you put together a whole free program for people mm-hmm. that are listening today. But and I know you're sensitive to this because you also are a mom and you got three kids and you got a husband, you run a business like you've got to be able to pull this life off, you know, and still be a get getting life, you know, regular day to day life done. So I know you're not um, you know, you, you're not, you know that, and that's how this is, this is created. But, but as you're listening to Dr. Kim talk, I just want you guys to always be thinking, it isn't like, oh man, now I got to get rid of my shower curtain. Yes, you might have to, because it's off gassing things or, or whatever you're going to share with us today that might be causing blank, 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 blank in my life. And that's really a problem. You know what I mean? And so maybe you have a better way of saying that, and maybe that's what you were getting to. But I just want our listeners to know that this isn't to stress you out and to burden you. It's because it's hopefully going to help actually take away burden and take away stress in your life because it could be causing a whole bunch of things or might end up causing a whole bunch of things that are going to really mess up your life. Yes, 100%. And so that's, you know, the big thing is body burden. Right. And and this is all about being empowered, right? It's about being empowered with knowledge. And this is actually, and I'm glad you made that point because that's what the 30 day low tax roadmap that I created is specifically for that reason. It is a roadmap to help specifically busy moms. Cause that's who I, you know, I feel for Cause that's where I'm at in my life. Decrease taxes in their home without the stress. Because I also feel, I mean, stress and you know, that stress is incredibly powerful in your body from a mental state to your emotional state, your spiritual state, your physical state, stress is going to have a negative role on your body too. So it's not like, okay, let's decrease the toxins and let's add a whole bunch of stress, right? Yeah, Cause yeah, that's right. not going to help you either. It's about both. It's about, we're not going to live in stress. We're going to live in gratitude because God made our body so incredibly to handle so much, but we're also going to come over here. Then we're going to make intentional choices so that we're doing the best we can to honor those bodies he gave us as temples of the Holy Spirit, right? And like, I want to help you do that by giving you knowledge that you might not have had because it's not, it's becoming more common knowledge, but there's still so many people that just don't know. Mm -hmm. People that would say, oh my gosh, if I knew that that shower curtain had 108 volatile organic compounds, chemicals that was being emitted when you turn on the hot water and there's Mm -hmm. steam. And for the first 28 days after you buy a PVC, which is what most shower curtain liners are, 
for 28 days, it's emitting those 108 chemicals into the air you're breathing when you're in the shower. But it was only like, 99 cents at the dollar crazy. store, right? It was, it was only, only not, that's crazy, right? So you can go and it's you can It's inflationary buy, times, guys. It's not 10, 99 cents. Well, Come on. Right. <laughs> you can spend 10, 20, 30, maybe extra dollars and you can get a shower curtain that isn't going to have any of those chemicals. And you just reduced a huge part of this, you know, toxic load. And so it's simple things like that. Um, Kim, yeah, I'm going to stop every... you for a second because I, cause, cause I think we get both kinds of listeners here. Some people, they're like all on board. They go, oh my gosh. But then I think here's another thing people will ask. I, I know you've dealt with every objection over the years, and I'm kind of throwing you a softball here. But like, oh my gosh, how could they really allow a shower curtain to have 108 you know, volatile organic compounds in it, chemicals in it? That's no way they'd even allow something like that on the market. So I think some people think that even about whether it's other, you know, cosmetics or what is personal care products or cleaning products. They go, if it was really that bad, right, they wouldn't allow it. So what's your kind of response to that? I mean, first of all, <laughs> I mean, this could be a whole 30 minute podcast, but I mean, you can trace the, mo the money trail mm -hmm. back from anything. It's no different than big pharma, right? Mm -hmm. Like okay. there are a lot of people making money off of cheaply made toxic chemicals in products. Um, there are, I mean, obviously there's another factor of just, it's probably cheaper to make it with this toxic chemical over here than using something that's actually safe. When you have potentially people making choices that aren't considering the consumer and they're just considering the bottom dollar or they're considering... Know, and a lot making. of them don't have to go through testing, right? I mean, pharma at least has some pretend testing they say they do, but a lot I mean, of these, there are, yeah. right. I mean, there are so many chemicals on the market um, that have never been tested. They have never done any sort of safety testing on them. And there's, you know, a lot of these other organizations now that are speaking out and becoming very passionate, the environmental working group and the skin deep, you know, database and um, breast cancer prevention, breast cancer prevention partners and these organizations that exist to kind of figure this stuff out and to do the studies. And I'm going to reference a couple of those today that are just really powerful. Um, and that's, they're just working really hard to get this information out. I mean, think about it. Like they used to x-ray pregnant women, right? Like to, to, <laughs> to look, I mean, like, check the baby. Yeah. like think about to check their baby. Right. And then suddenly it was like, Oh my gosh, like that's <laughs> terrible. Or think about the things that have happened 30, 40, 50 years ago that now we know we're killing people. Mm -hmm. um, and they just, they didn't know it at the time until enough people spoke out and there was enough demand for change. And so, um, you know, the, the biggest thing to explain, especially to people who are maybe newer to the concept of low tax living and why it's important is the concept of body burden, right? And body burden is the amount of toxic chemicals and pollutants that are in a person's body at any given time. And so this go is completely in, in line, obviously with what you guys talk about on design to heal, which is our bodies are made so incredibly. And I never want to downplay that in any of this, because the fact that God made us to be as, as just well-functioning as he did is just nothing short of a miracle, right? And so, um, you know, we have all these organ systems that work on a daily basis to filter toxins out of our body, and we never even realize it's happening. It's, it's from, you know, lungs breathing out toxins, um, your digestive system, every time you go to the bathroom, you're getting rid of toxins. Your skin is when you sweat, you're releasing toxins, but especially like your liver and your kidneys are big detoxifiers in your body, right? And it's natural. Your body's made to get those toxins out. And I think about it and I've heard this example. This is not, I did not come up with this, but I think it's such a good visual is like a water bucket with a spigot, 
right? You, you're pouring toxins in through whatever you're exposed to in the environment, your home, outside, wherever. You open that spigot and, and you should be able to get those toxins out through those normal detoxing organs at a pretty fast rate. Like you can detox a hefty amount of toxins out of your body if your body's functioning at 100%. So there's the first caveat. If that, you know, that spigot is open all the way, it's going to release that water pretty quickly. If your organs and your nervous system and your lymph system and your liver and kidneys, if they're all functioning at 100%, they're able to get a lot of toxins out of your body really, really effectively, right? If they're not, you know, you might be working at 70%, 60%, maybe even 50, 40, or 30%. If those organs are not functioning well, you're not going to be able to get nearly as many toxins out of your body. So it's like having that spigot half shut. You're going to have way less water coming out, right? And so then if you're mixing that with you're dumping a ton of toxins in your body, you're exposed to toxins everywhere and you're not intentionally, you know, reducing those toxins in your daily lives. Not only are you not releasing them as quickly, but then those toxins are building up and I'm using my hands right now. So sorry, you guys can't see me, obviously. Um, Hopefully you can get the visual, but those toxins are building up. And eventually if you're not getting rid of them fast enough, your bucket's going to start overflowing. And that's when you're going to start seeing symptoms. So Kim, um, is, is asthma that, and allergies, cancer, I mean, just heart disease, auto, autoimmune diseases. Well, I think that's what people get confused about. And I think it's a really important point. I remember a book I read years ago, you probably read it. I think it was called Death by Rubber Ducky. Do you remember that one? And uh, it was Sounds about, familiar, yeah. it was about like toxins in, you know, toys and plastics and all those mm-hmm. things, right? And they were, did a lot of blood work and urine work and they were just measuring the toxic burden, the body burden load of, you know, people. And many people were so surprised that they had so many chemicals in them. And right, I know there's the studies on umbilical blood, uh, you know, t- over 200 different chemicals in the umbilical cord blood of babies that are born. Cause people will say, well, how mm-hmm. can, how can a baby be toxic? Right? Well, you'll probably talk about that, but here's what I want. Yep. Here's what happens. People get confused because they think, I've used, you know, Glade air fresheners for 10 years. Hmm. That can't be the problem. And I like the pumpkin spice candles. They're my favorite. And so that can't be the problem. And what happens is like you, and I think it's really important point that you brought up, which is your body maybe could quote handle them for a while but as the load got more and then finally that bucket overflows, like I've said this before over the years, like at some point, probably everybody would have allergic reaction to dogs. If you had enough dander and enough dog around you, so at some point you're, you're now some people can barely handle a dog, right? Cause their mm-hmm. body triggers it. Mm-hmm. But if you have me around 800 dogs, maybe I'm probably going to be like, wow, that's a lot. My body's going to start to react. So we have this point and we're all different. We have different potential. And like you said, depending on how the function of the body is happening, just our overall resiliency and then we but that triggers and so don't let that be the excuse that you use to say well i don't care i've always used tide and it's fine for me i don't know why i'm talking like that but you know what i mean um <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you say to people that kind of use that sometimes as their thing like oh but but you know that's the only one that works to get my stains out and that's what i use i mean what do you say to that or it's always fine i've always used it i don't have a problem so that can't be why i have eczema I mean, there's a couple things. So the first thing is exactly what you're saying. It's like, it's not, you know, I mean, there are the people who they smell synthetic fragrance and they have a headache within 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I used to be one of those people. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think the reason for that is because my immune system was so low. My body was so overrun that if I was around synthetic fragrance for more than a couple minutes, I would be on the couch 
with a throat migraine headache. It was, it was pretty instant as my body got healthier and I was making healthier intentional choices. I can be around it. Now I don't, I mean, I choose not to be unless I need to be for some reason. Um, but I can be around it and it does not bother me the same as it used to. I think my body's able to handle a little bit more, but it's just what you said. It's like, you might not see the symptoms now. You might not even see the symptoms in five years, Mm. but in 10 years when that bucket is starting to overflow, and the overflowing result is cancer or in 15 years, you know, yeah. and by that point, I mean, yeah, that would be a conversation for another day. There are some things you can try to do to kind of, you know, yeah. move backwards, but unfortunately you can't go back to the beginning when the bucket was lower, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And mm-hmm. so that's why, you know, the other thing for today, when people say, well, I did this my whole life. It's like, yeah. okay, but you're, you know, you're 40 years old. Okay. When you grew up, there were not the same amount of chemicals that there is now. Our kids are exposed to so much more. There were not EMF and cell phones and the same kind Mm. of TV shows. Kids played outside and Mm. they got sunlight and they ran in the grass with bare feet and they played in the mud and they had robust immune systems. Like it was not everybody, but in general versus today, the average kid, I just read a study that the average child spends seven hours a day in front of a screen between iPads in school and TVs at home and tablets when, you know, they're at the grocery store and their mom, their, their parents don't want them, you know, to be yelling that they want food or whatever it is. Seven hours a day. And most kids sleep 10 hours a night, Mm. right? So it's like 10 hours of sleep, seven hours of screen, and there's only seven hours left. Right. And so like, it's just a totally different world. And so I I read somewhere once that I don't know exactly where it was, so I can't quote where it came from, but that this is going to potentially be, and it gives me goosebumps to Mm. say this, but the first generation that, watches their kids die. I mean, that sounds really like morbid. I'm not trying to scare people, but that is the reality of the fact that we are just living in a different time now than we did then. And so you kind of have to be more intentional now than you even had to be then for the sake of your kids, for the sake of the future. Right. And so that's why I think I'm just, I'm extra passionate about kids um, and just getting this information out there because there are so many things you can do that are way less challenging than you think, mm. right? Like well, there yeah, tell, are yeah, laundry detergents that work. Those. Because like, what are some of the, maybe maybe both ways, Kim, what are some of the things that, like you just said about a shower curtain? So there's somebody listening that goes, I never thought that my white plastic shower curtain that I, you know, buy it, I buy it cheap because I throw it away when it gets moldy. And I never thought that every time I turn that shower on, there's 107 you know, uh, toxic chemicals off gas, you know, for that, that I'm breathing in into my lungs, my body. And that might be why every time my kid takes a shower, they come out coughing and I never thought about it. Um, what are some things that are like kind of the top toxic, you know, things that people are exposed to? And then maybe what are some of your favorite like hacks for that? Or they don't love that term, but just basic, you know, things that you can do. And I know we'll, at the end with the show, we'll let everyone know how they get all your free resources and how to follow you, but give us some of your, your favorite you know, things to know about, like, oh my gosh, I never knew that about the shower curtain. And then also some of your favorite kind of workarounds. Yeah. So one of the biggest things that I talked to a lot of people about, I get a lot of questions is laundry detergent. Um, because I get that same thing you just said, which is, well, if it's not toxic, it's not going to clean my clothes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, thankfully we live in a day where there are a lot of safe options that are very, very effective. Um, and there's a handful depending on, you know, what you're looking for. And there's even some scents that are safe. You know, we mm. use a laundry detergent. It's called Truly Free. And it, honestly, I don't know price-wise how it compares because I haven't bought conventional laundry detergent in like 10 years. But 
it's not that much more, right? It's not like you're going to pay hundreds of dollars for your laundry detergent. You can invest maybe five, $10 more a month and you could be using a safe laundry detergent that has a safe scent that smells, in my opinion, better than Tide, but it's not going to give you, it's scented with essential oils. It's not going to give you the toxins from synthetic fragrance that you're going to get from Tide or you're going to get from, you know, Downy or All or whatever other conventional laundry detergents you want to use. Um, so that's one thing, you know, laundry detergent. There are some other things that I put in my 30-day low-tox roadmap that are as simple as like open your windows. Now, there's a little bit of caveat to this. Don't open your windows if you live by a farm and they're spraying chemicals and pesticides that day. But most days, the air outside is actually five times less toxic than the air inside your home, mm. which is pretty crazy. Um, so on a nice day, open your windows, get a, get some fresh air to go filter all the way through your home and you can immediately reduce toxins from your home, from, you know, any of the VOCs that are coming from your furniture, from your cooking utensils, whatever it is. Um, That's one thing you can do. Even something as simple as dusting and vacuuming more regularly. So you want to dust with a damp cloth. So you're not, you know, Mm. reintroducing all those dust particles into the air, but dust holds on to VOCs and toxic chemicals in the dust. Mm which I never had known before, right? And so the more you dust and vacuum, you keep your house dust free, you're going to reduce the chances of your kids breathing that in when they're on the floor playing in there. Um, You know, they're rolling around or whatever they're doing. Um, Something as simple as taking your kids outside and grounding outside and just like connecting with the earth more, that helps you get toxins out of your body. Sunlight is going to help your body be able to filter out toxins more. There are all these free things Mm. that you can do instantly right now to help your body be less toxic. And I think people would do them if they just understood it more, right? They just, they just don't know. The same thing, Kim, and I know, and then, so those are good frequencies too. Also, you have probably another most common one I get asked is regarding like hydration and water and, and, and liquids and things like that. I'm assuming that you're a support, supporter of clean water and drinking plenty of that. Um, again, I don't think no, people... No, we're straight. We're straight tap <laughs> over here. I don't think people realize how... Um, you know, you said this earlier, and I've said this so many times too, because I think you can deliver a tox, a toxicity message and it's just so fear-based, and then we lose the the just the awe of the fact of the most amazing detox thing out there ever is how God designed you right now. We got to support it. And like you said, and lower the, you know, open up the spigot, but also, you know, stop filling up the bucket, stop poisoning ourselves. But a lot of people, I see different statistics on this. I think the last one I read was like 70% of people are chronically dehydrated, right? Which is going to affect their body's ability to detox. Do you have some um, best practices on that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, just, tap water alone. And there's, there's really cool resources that you can go to another on the EWG and you can actually look and see like the studies from the water in your area and the contaminants that are found. I'm not sure everybody wants to do that, but you can do that to educate yourself, um, to see why drinking tap water is probably not something that you want to be doing. Um, there are a handful of what I consider very affordable water filters. And I also have, you know, clean water is one of the days in my 30 day low tax roadmap, um, where I have links to some, you know, more affordable, some whole house water filters that are going to be more of an investment, but that will clean your water. So you're not being exposed to, exposed to chlorine and fluoride and lead and pesticides and herbicides. Some of the things that can be in your tap water. And then again, I think it just, I think it all come down, comes down to, to living an intentional lifestyle, right? Like being intentional with, with 
drinking clean water during the day. Like a lot of people are probably dehydrated. They're just not making it a priority. Yeah. Right. Like not, not um, putting an emphasis on it when you understand, here's what I think it is. Like when you understand that your body is amazing, it can do it, but it needs your support. Like it, it, it needs you to work alongside with it to, in order to be at, you know, the max health of where you want to be. What and you, it's just about what, making those choices during the day that are going to work alongside what your body needs to do, what it innately knows how to do. So what do you, what is your, will you kind of blow our minds with some of the, because I think this is a big one, Kim, for, for Dr. Kim, for what I see, which is the amount of personal care products that people are using, because this is something now, yes, with detergents and stuff, right? You're washing your clothes and then you're putting them on your body. So they're absolutely, you know, I don't know if I've ever had, I shouldn't say ever, but I would say 97% of the eczema cases that I've ever seen in my office have to do with usually some sort of environmental toxic, some sort of toxin being applied or being unknowingly ingested. And then you got to get to the cause of it. Mm -hmm. The body's trying to do its job. So these things do show up. And a lot of times with kids, but a lot of people don't realize, I don't think Kim, they just don't, Dr. Kim, they just don't think about like when they rub this stuff on or they're applying their, you know, well, I've always used my, (laughs) my old spice deodorant, you know, or my, 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 whatever is out there now, edge or I don't know. Right. But it's amazing. I don't think people realize the toxic to your point about toxic burden and Kim maybe scare us a little bit because like a lot of these chemicals, I know, like, for example, with some of the women's products, they're estrogen mimickers, right? They, they, Mm -hmm. they start to mess up your endocrine system. So now they're leading to these weird hormonal things and you have no idea it's because you're you know, rubbing this stuff on your body every day. So what is your take on a lot of the home products and beauty products that people are using and what do they need to be, you know, be aware of? Well, to, to that point, I mean, the environmental working group again did a study and they found, and this is, this is crazy. I mean, it blows my mind every time I say it, but that the average American woman puts 168 chemicals on her body every day. And any, one of, and any one of those could jack them up if they're super sensitive to it. 168. I mean, like, it, every time I see it, like, it just blows my mind. Um, and 100%. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're not intentionally making safe choices in the products you're using, especially as a woman, because when you pair makeup to shampoo and conditioner to, you know, heat, protectant when you're doing your hair and then hairspray and then you've got deodorant and then you've got body lotion, you've got nail polish. I mean, it adds up so quickly. And the thing is, even if a product is like, well, cause I've, I've heard this before from toxic products that are like, well, we only have a small amount mm, of sure. this toxic ingredient in our product. It's not enough to do damage. Well, okay. That's whatever. That's fine. But then mix it with the mm. 30 other products she's putting on that also have a very small amount of that toxic product, like parabens that are going to be, you know, endocrine disruptors. And now suddenly you've got 30 times mm. the amount of parabens that were in that one product because she just put on 30 products, but they're all claiming to have safe amounts. And do it every day. Not, yeah. and they do it every single day, for, you know, for women who do that every day. And so... It is. I mean, it's just, it's that body burden and you're just constantly putting it on. Now there are different parts of the body, you know, and I've heard different statistics. Sometimes people will say your body absorbs 70% of what you put on it. Other people say it absorbs 10% of what you put on it. You know, at the end of the day, different areas of your body are going to absorb more. Your, you know, your reproductive areas are going to be very highly absorbent under your armpits by your breast tissue. Those are high absorbent 
curious. So you just want to be extra mindful of like, as an example, the deodorant that you're putting on, right? Like your lymph system, you've got like so much going on, especially women, like right there in that area. You do not want to be putting on deodorant that has parabens that are going to disrupt the endocrine system that are going to be highly absorbed. I think it's almost a hundred percent of what you put on in under your arms can be absorbed into the skin. And then it's, it's just right there. Right. Um, and so it's just those little things that, and what's so like, I think, I don't know, a shame I want to say to me is it's not like, okay, well, you're switching your $5 secret, whatever it costs for like a $500 safety order. And it's like, yeah. no, you're ditching your $5 secret. You're maybe spending 10 and you maybe do it. I don't know, once a month, yeah. once every two months, it's not like you need to make this massive investment. It's just understanding why it's important. And then once you have the knowledge, like once you know better, then do better, then do just make a change. And it, it's that simple. Do you think, Kim, too, like I would say, and I, I've done this a long time as well, just about lifestyle stuff. And a lot of times, not only sure, you know, that the natural safe product may may cost a little bit more, but I also know people spend a lot on on poisons, right? So they're, they're, they're oh, actually yeah. spending a lot on, you know, cleaning products that are not very good and, you know, they're detergent. So when you, it actually ends up often, there might be a little bit more, but if you, you know, and as if you do it, some, some people just go home and they clean up their whole house and I get that and they have the means to do that. But some are like, okay, I'm going to finish this up, but the next one I buy, I'm going to, you know, buy a clean one. And so, and then you start cutting certain stuff out of your life. So it happens a lot with nutrition when I'm talking to people about that, like I can't afford to eat healthy. I'm like, well, right now, you know, you have, you know, you know, you eat out this time, you do this, you do this. Like, actually, I think many times you can eat healthier for even, depending on how you're doing it, for actually even, you know, equal or even less sometimes of what you're currently doing. And I think toxic or low-tox living can be similar. Now, the initial process can be a little bit more of an investment. I understand that, right? But then once you're rolling with it a little bit, like, people are surprised, I think, when they find out, like, with our our home, like... We our cleaning supplies are not much. It's like vinegar <laughs> and water. Like we're not like my, my, I don't have yeah. like a cabinet with thirty eight chemicals in it. You know that I'm using. And so I think some people don't. You have to also take that new account. There's stuff you're not going to need to be buying now. There's stuff you're going to cut out. Do you agree with that? Yes, one hundred percent. And that's why too. You know, and I want to talk just a little bit about the thirty day roadmap for those who yeah. might find it helpful because. That's, I mean, that's kind of the whole purpose is like, let me share with you. Cause I'm going to be honest. Like I've probably tried 15 natural deodorants, right. And I've tried 10 different natural laundry detergents. I have invested more to try to figure out like what works. Cause the last thing I ever want to do is recommend someone to buy a product that's not going to work well. And, and that does happen sometimes. Like you get a natural, especially with deodorant. I hear this a lot a lot of them aren't as effective as what someone is wanting. So the last thing I want to do is have someone go, you know, spend their money on something that's not going to work. Um, but that's why I want to walk people through the process of, Hey, I've tried everything that's in there. I've personally tried it and I've used, and I can attest to the fact that it works just as well as, you know, the conventional counterparts. And so the goal is to make it just as, as simple as cost effective and as, easy for people to make those swaps. As How do possible. they get that guide? I know you, is it on your website? Yep. DrKimberlyJoy.com. I have it on my website, um, my Instagram page, Dr. Kimberly Joy. You can find it on there. Um, and what it'll be is they can download it. It's a hundred, gosh, what is it? 119 pages. I mean, I really <laughs> like it. I meant it to be like 50 and then you, I just was like, I got to tell them all the things. When you sent it to me, I was like, oh, cool, like a detox guide. And so I opened it and then I just kept scrolling <laughs> and scrolling. And then I texted it to Megan, my wife, and I was like, check this out. She's like, 
is this a book? You know, and I said, well, I think we could call <laughs> it a, a book. Bit yeah. of a book. So not to <laughs> no, say so it's overwhelming people, is, I just want them to know it's it's very detailed and it probably answers every question they've ever had and then some. Well, and the reason, you know, everyone has kind of a different learning style. And so I wanted to do that and give someone who wants to go through the whole thing the ability to do that. But I also send one email per day. When you sign up to get the roadmap, you're also signing up to get one email per day for 30 days. And those emails break it down into bite-sized pieces of you should be able to read the email, empower yourself with the knowledge, and then be able to implement a swap or use the link of one of the products that I recommend to make your swap in less than 10 minutes a day. Because let's be real, like I, I crafted this for busy moms like myself, understanding that you don't have time to spend hours trying to figure all this out, right? Like I think that's part of the reason why it's hard for people right now to make these swaps because there's such a sea of information out there between Google and, and yeah. articles and blogs and influencers that you can spend three hours. And at the end, you're like, I, I'm more confused than when I started, yeah. right? Like I'm, I'm not sure. And so it was just to give someone a clear, like, Hey, 10 minutes, let's do this. Let's, you know, try to go low tax in 30 days. Obviously you don't have to do all 30 days if it's not in your, your time or your budget allowance to do that right now. Um, but it gives you the option to kind of pick and choose. And the cool thing is, even if you were to do two of those 30 days, yeah. you're instantly reducing the toxins that your family is being exposed to. And that's a win, right? Like every small step is going to be a, a huge step in getting you to where you want to go. Um, and the other thing that's I, that I think is important and I want to make sure, cause I'm not sure how much time we have left, but a big piece to this too is stress. And, and we've mentioned this a couple of times, but it is easy. And I know Dr. Ben, you and I have talked about this and you've kind of, you know, reeled me back in sometimes reminding me <laughs> how powerful God is, that he is the master controller of all of it. Right. But I definitely went through this period of time. I would say probably a couple of years ago where I was incredibly stressed, almost to the point of like, I'm never going to be able to keep my kids fully safe. Mm. And, and I don't know what to do about it. And so I'm just like, as an example, we moved into our home, right? And instead of buying, you know, a $500 dining room table, I opted for the $3,000 salad mm. wood, mm. low tax glue, no stain <laughs> table. And like, it probably wasn't what I should have invested in at the time. Mm. Right. But I was so like, almost to the point of where you can like set mm. yourself up in a poor financial state because you're like, <laughs> well, I can't because my kids are going to die if I get a steam, right, right. <laughs> you know, dining room table. Right. And like, I don't want that for people either because that's not a good place to live. Mm. And no one in your family benefits from you being stressed mm. or living in a state of fear. And so when I was creating this guide and I kind of, you know, come back down to my, okay, I'm going to do the best that I can with the knowledge that I have. I'm going to do my best to create this safe haven in our home, is it going to be perfect? Absolutely not. But I know yeah. that I'm making the most intentional choices I can make at the time to protect my kids um, and, and help them thrive from a, a health standpoint. And so it's a balancing that. And I have a, you know, at the bottom of every page in my low tax roadmap, I have the Bible verse, second Timothy one verse seven, which is for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that was kind of like my, mm -hmm. I know, anthem through it was, you know, neuro neurologically, you cannot live in a state of fear and gratitude at the same time. I, I didn't know that until, you know, a few years ago that you, you can't do that. Your brain can't be mm -hmm. fearful and grateful at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so constantly through the process, remembering 
to be grateful for the family you have that's making you care so much, right? Like be grateful for how incredibly God made our bodies, which is why I feel like it's so important to talk about that constantly instead of just living in the state of fear. I was in a couple of years ago, which is like, I'm never going to be able to Mm. do it all perfect. I'm never going to be able to completely keep them safe. And so helping moms do that, because I see moms on both sides of the spectrum and I was hoping to kind of bridge the gap take them to the middle where we can all be intentional. We can be knowledgeable. We can make safe choices, but we can still let our kids go to the birthday party and eat the pizza and the cake and know they're going to be okay. (laughs) We can let, you know, Jack, you said this on a podcast, you can go eat a pizza on a father's son night with Jack and you know, he's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Right. You're not going to do it every day, Right, but it's just that balance. Right. You know, doc, I think, and I don't know, I don't know if I'll say this the, the right way, but these are just these are robust conversations that that and this is why some people are you know even when I different podcasts people are like oh you know people only like twenty minute podcasts I'm like well then they're not going to like my podcast because there's longer than twenty minutes because these are topics that require more than twenty minutes just to walk through right. some of the nuance of them or I think we do a disservice this is one of those a lot of times what happens is we were just really ignorant to it. Okay. So we just, we, and, and ignorance for a variety of reasons, ignorance because I didn't want to know willful ignorance, ignorance because I was just so busy. I never thought about it. ignorance because mm-hmm. I didn't want to believe it. It doesn't matter. Okay. So then, so some people first you need to wake. So some people say to me, why do you always rip on medicine so much? I'm like, well, because a lot of you don't know how bad it is. So I've got to do that for you. Right. Right. It's the same thing in, 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 uh, from a spiritual perspective. Why do you have to talk about sin and how bad it is? Well, because then you don't, realize how much God's grace is and what forgiveness means and why he went to the cross, right? So mm-hmm. you have to have both of these. So sometimes we have to talk and kind of freak you out about how bad the toxins are because they're likely causing things. You might say, well, I don't care what's in my uh, my soap. And I say, well, you might not think you care, but you do care if you have eczema. You do care if you have asthma. You do care if you have headaches. You do care if you can't get pregnant. You do care if your immune system is shot. You do care, you do care, you do care. So we have mm-hmm. to talk about that stuff. So then we get there. But then to your point, now that can go too far if, if there's no solutions offered, right? And it just becomes an overwhelming burden that you just throw your hands up like you were kind of talking about. You were getting to that point of like, well, I don't even know if I can do this. And here's a person that is a doctor, does this for a living <laughs> almost, right? And and has some mm-hmm. means to even pull that off and found yourself wondering if you could do it, okay? And I think to your point, you almost had to go that way not to go to the middle, because what we're not talking about here is like, oh, you know, don't care. You, you do the best you can with what you have, but remain open. Because even I was thinking about when you said you're 30 days, even if it takes you a year to get there or whatever, awesome. Mm-hmm. Now you have the rest of your life to, uh, me and Megan and I, we've talked about this before when we went to the first time when I was in chiropractic school and we went to like Whole Foods and we bought a bag of groceries. This is 20 some years ago, 25 years ago. And our hmm. first bag of groceries was like half a bag of groceries and it was 80 bucks. And I was like, well, this ain't going to work. Like, I don't, we can't afford this. But then you just learn a little bit more on how to be more savvy and you realize things you can cut mm-hmm. out of your life or things become a priority that are that are different than what was a priority before. And so I want to encourage listeners, it can, it can seem overwhelming. Like, I get it, okay? And at the same time, though, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Don't let that be your excuse not to do it. Don't say, oh, it's too expensive, I can't. 
Well, it's just too much. I don't know. Well, I looked on two websites, and they both said opposite things. And I looked up on the FDA, and the FDA said it was fine. And if it was fine, then why would they do that? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same FDA that told you to get a jab that they never tested. That's the same. So, like, be careful as you're diving into this. Now, I know we've got pretty friendly listeners, but be careful as you're diving into this that you're not just looking for excuses not to do it. That you're not just trying to justify your continued, <laughs> I get a little rough here, but you're not trying to justify your continued poisoning. Now there might be real restraints, right? I, Hey, I don't have extra money to buy X, Y, Z. I get that, but don't deny the reality that it is still filling up my bucket. Okay. And like you said, doc, what are those things that are free? So I say this even with lifestyle. Sometimes people are like, well, I can't afford this test. And I don't know. I said, awesome. I get it. Don't. Then what you can do though, is this, 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 like I always tease people Mm -hmm. sometimes they're like, well, I can't afford to eat good. I'm like, awesome. You should do some fasting then. (laughs) Right. Like, like, oh, I got one for you. Don't eat. All right. And they're like, oh, well, I don't know if I like that answer. So I want to give you a final kind of final word here, Kim, and let me know, Doc, how you um, how they best follow you. I know you said it, but I want you to say it again because, you know, you do do this for a living, meaning like that you have new content all the time. Right. So they can learn from you. Mm-hmm. They can follow you. They can stay engaged with you. They can journey with you. I don't know if people can message you, if that's part of what your world is, but um, you know, you've got a lot yep. of expertise in this. And so I want them to know how to follow you. And I just want you to give the kind of the last word to our listeners here before we let you get back to mama in and working. Yeah. So uh, well, it's a miracle that my daughter slept through this whole thing. It's God's, <laughs> God's provision. Um, but yeah, as you were talking about that, I just, I, I was thinking of ignorance is bliss and mm. I have had people, you know, say that before and it's like ignorance is ignorance is bliss until it's not right. I mean, it's, yeah. you have to kind of add those last three words until it's not, it might be bliss when you're living in the, I just make whatever choices I mm. want and all the, you know, all the yeah. good smelling bath and body works lotion and the McDonald's and all this stuff until one day when it's not. But what makes it even harder is that so many people won't connect those two things. And then it's mm. like, why did this happen? I'm so confused. It's bad luck or whatever. And that's not to say, I mean, I am not going to play God yeah, and yeah, try yeah. to pretend like I know why every person, you know, has diseases or health issues or cancer or whatever. But, you know, when you're looking at these, these chemicals that are known to cause cancer and they're allowed in, in your products, right? Like of the 217 chemicals that were found in cord blood, 180 of them were known to cause cancer in humans and animals. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just a, it's just a fact, yeah. right? And so when you realize that, and it's exactly to what you said, it is not to scare people to scare them. Mm. It's to empower them with knowledge to then feel the importance to make a change for their family right, right. and then helping them do that in a way where they can not be living in stress, but they feel like they're making progress and they're making mm. positive change. Um, right. And so that's kind of the biggest thing to me. And it's just what I feel the most passionate, the most passionate about doing and how I feel like I can help the next generation right now from my home. And so, um, for those listeners who want to access that free 30 day low tax roadmap, if you go to drkimberlyjoy.com, put in your email address, it'll get sent to you. Um, you can go to my Instagram, which is Dr. Kimberly Joy, and it's at the link in my bio. And there's content on there that you can take a peek at. I also have a private Facebook group. Anyone who downloads the roadmap can also request into that 30 day low tax roadmap Facebook group where I'm sharing new information. Um, you know, if there's a new product I find that I love that I think will be really beneficial for people to have in their home, um, share that with them, just inspiration, information, just more things to help people along the journey to make it again. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's not a sprint. 
um, yeah. marathon. And so just helping them through that process so that they can do it filled with gratitude at the end of the day, that will always be my reminder mm-hmm. is do it with a heart full of gratitude for the many, many, many blessings that you have. Well, um, and the way that God made your body. So, well, doc, it's, um, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm just thinking, and I'm like, I sound like an old man. I thank you for earlier. I don't know if you were referencing me, but I'm not 40, I'm 45. Maybe you're trying to say that. So you don't feel like you're getting old, but you know, I think oh, it's like, you, say you were 40. I thought you were 50. <laughs> oh, I took, <laughs> I took <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I, um, I don't know if it's just because I get a little bit older, so you get a little bit nostalgic, but you know, to be sitting here, you know, X amount of years later talking to somebody that, you know, I didn't know. And I met, you know, talking in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at Augustana college at a nursing school and just mm-hmm. doing the best that I could to share the truth that as I knew it at the time, we you know with others because of the benefit of that had to my life. And then for that to be beneficial to you, and then now to see the thousands, you know, tens of thousands of families that you're helping, you know, it's, it's not lost on me. Just, you know, there's an old saying in chiropractic or, well, we attribute it to chiropractic. I don't know who said it, but BJ Palmer is where I always heard it was said, right? And he says, you never know how far reaching something you may say, think or do today will mm-hmm. affect the lives of countless people tomorrow. And that's not just true for Ben, Dr. Ben and Dr. Kim. That's true for every person out there. You don't have to have a, a, a degree to spread hope and love and joy and truth. And so I hope as you listen to this today and you, you know, although it's a special episode for uh, Kim and I because of our, of our history and our friendship, but I hope that it's a blessing to you and the listeners and that you feel empowered and that you start to, you know, follow Dr. Kim and learn from her as well. That's the blessing of this show as I get to bring on my favorite people. So I just want to thank you for taking time and your daughter was able to stay asleep. Give your husband a kick in the butt for me. I haven't seen him in a while. If any of you uh, want to hear from a doctor, I actually had uh, her husband on an episode maybe about a year ago. And so you can go back and listen to one of the episodes we did with her husband. And you can hear from the, the other half, not the better half, but the other half. And um, well, thank you for we that. just appreciate you. And I know you're back in, uh, in South Dakota holding down the fort while we're not there. So we appreciate you, Kim. Thanks for being on the show today and God bless. Well. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Design to Heal. Always remember that the greatest doctor lives inside of you and God gave you what you need to be healthy and well. Connect with Dr. Ben at drbenrall.com or achievewellness.clinic. And please share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it and follow us on Instagram at Design to Heal Podcast.